Hello and welcome to Listen to These Nerds. This is the first of our uh, Dusk City Outlaws games. Uh, I've got a bit of a different crew running tonight. Um, I'm John. I'm going to be running everything. And with me, I have... Uh, this is Tyler. I'm going to be playing Graham Rowland, a.k.a. Baron Black, the Vesper Mastermind. Cool. All right. I'm Chris, and I'm going to be playing Yaroslav Reznikov, as well as his sidekick, Popo. I am going to be a basher, specifically from the Circle. All right. Uh, I'm Sam, and I'm going to be playing Jack Zillerberg, uh, a grifter from the Red Lotus. Oh, I'm next. Uh, I'm William. Uh, I'm playing Clarissa. She's part of the Gravediggers Guild, and she's a thief. Hey, I'm Ari. I'm going to be playing a brawler from the Red Lotus Society, and my character's name is John Zilberberg. All right, so... Reading off some box text here. Uh, The crew is summoned at night by their broker to the Eclipse, a secret gambling hall catering to the wealthy merchants and agents of the Crown on the 20th floor of the Tower of Dusk. One of the city's uh, skyscraping towers known as the Tynes. The view of the city through the tinted glass windows is breathtaking, and the crew is led to a private room filled with velvet-lined chairs, where they are offered wine, brandy, and other refreshments. Fine art hangs on the walls, flanked by bookshelves holding rare volumes and small carvings and statues. Their broker, Maxim Volos, is a tall, handsome man with dark skin and a clean-shaven head. His square jaw and piercing blue eyes give him an intensity that, when paired with his impeccably tailored clothing, make him a presence that can be felt as soon as he walks into the room. He speaks, his voice deep and smooth. He is often soft-spoken and never raises his voice in volume or intensity. He is poised personified. He tells you, This job involves kidnapping a young noble lord from a masquerade ball. So, the Vespers seek t- uh, to have Lord Nicholas Raventree, the 19-year-old scion of an influential noble house, delivered to a Vesper safe house. You're going to have three days to pull off the job, with the Masquerade Ball taking place during the uh, night of the final day. Uh, we would like Lord Nicholas to be taken from the ball in order to cover for the kidnapping and give them give us time to secure him before his usual entourage notices his absence if <clears throat> um so out of character uh if you succeed the job you will gain one experience point tied to the vespers Ooh. uh for extra respect if the crew can uh can uh make the uh nobility believe that Lord Nicholas fled the city of his own accord for some reason. Uh, you get an extra XP. And uh, you can get one more XP tied to the Vespers if at the end of the job you also deliver new blackmail information about someone influential who attends the ball. Huh. So it doesn't have to be related to the person. It just has to be somebody at the ball. Yeah. Somebody yeah. important. You, you, can't, you can't get blackmail on, like, the maids or the, the the chefs. Ah, you see, she she owes money. <laughs> One of the maids has loose morals. Mm. Uh-huh. She didn't wash her hands after going to the washroom. You see, <gasps> scandalous plague bearers. <laughs> well, um, if uh, if we're up in sorry, what, who's who's um, 
safe house are we are we currently visiting in this nice high rise over here again uh this is a vesper safe house um so um all right let's just run through the basic information does anybody know about nobles i do okay i don't think i do uh, all right. Like I personally don't. All right. So, uh, what you know is that Lord Nicholas is a young, charming lordling who looks to be preparing to follow in his parents' footsteps as a popular member of noble social circles. He is tall, slender, has curly black hair, and a dashing smile. Okay. He has a reputation for having lots of friends around him at all times, and he is generous with his entourage. Um, are these friends from multiple different societies, or are they from the same general, like, um, noble, nobles? Um, so, uh, what your, uh, mastermind knows is that the young nobles, um, uh, that, uh, his entourage is young nobles from influential houses, usually, um, uh, composed of a combination of sycophants, useful idiots, and a small number of actual friends. To know more, huh. you're gonna need to do some legwork. All right. Figure out just who he is. Typical mm-hmm. dilettantes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems to me, if you know what I mean, that the easiest way to get to him is by uh, getting through his friends over here, since <laughs> they seem to be so uh, varied. So, also, go to the um, pub, brother. Yeah. Uh, when we start discussing plans and stuff, um, is it right if we take a minute to each of us describe what our characters look like and stuff like that? Yep. Yep. Sure. Um... Right. Yeah. Also, uh, feel free to ask about uh, anything else. I will let you know what you know. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, I'll go first. So, um, Jack is dressed in a, a black suit with a black tie, uh, as close to a suit as I can get, at least. I'm not sure what the um, uh, like timeline is for that sort of stuff, or how it would be for making a suit. But as uh, as fine a, of a clothing as he can get with a pair of uh, sunglasses. And he's got um, kind of messy, greasy hair that's kind of been combed into a all rightish, not 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 quite uh, untamed look. But uh, he looks kind of like he um, just woke up 10 minutes before he had to get here and try to, you know, get prepared as quickly as possible. Interesting, okay. Um, yeah, I can go next. So Yaroslav is a pretty tall pretty beefy looking guy with a number of like rough tattoos that have been sort of yeah stenciled all over his arms and stuff like that he's wearing sort of a rough sort of sleeveless vest and has a completely you're not sure if it's a shaved head but the gleam of his scalp suggests that he's naturally bald he looks to be a very intimidating figure but um what draws your attention is the capuchin monkey that sits on his shoulder and is chittering to itself as it sort of looks around the room a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. I suppose I'll go next. Uh, John Zilberberg is dressed similarly to his brother, although you'll notice that uh, the suit he is wearing seems to be rather ill-fitting. In fact, you can see most of his muscles bulging up against the sleeves of his suit. Uh, In addition, he's relatively unadorned, but he does have a small devotional item that he carries on his person at all times as a memento of his time as a monk. Clarissa is wearing 
a lot of very fashionable clothing that is poorly hidden under her embalmer cloak. Uh, she has um, her hair dyed in various colors, but they're all subdued out of respect for the dead. Um, and um, the makeup is on point, but again, pretty mild. Uh, she's carrying around the uh, not a suitcase, but like one of those bags, instrument bags, I guess, uh, appropriate for her profession. Hmm. And oh, she's pretty tall. Well, unlike everyone else, uh, Graham Rowland is a shortman. Uh, he's wearing a... Graham is wearing a very fine suit of blacks and dark purples uh, and a top hat. He's carrying a cane with him. Um, he's a very short, skinny man. Uh, very young. Uh, probably about as old as the man we are about to capture here tonight. But um, there's one... He's looking around very, like, taking all the information in, but also very confident, like, this is his scene since it is a Vesper hideout. Uh, There is one bit of his outfit that stands out because on top of all his uh, blacks and purples, he is wearing a gold necklace with a green gem. Hmm. All right, I think that covers just about everybody. Hmm. Fancy right. place you got here. Do they have like shrimp or like any sort of like food laid out? I can probably get you some. Well, I mean, uh, I don't want to ask or anything. Don't worry. There's uh, always food at home, but you know, snacking and uh, heisting, it goes one on one. You know, you get quite peckish planning the uh, the uh, kidnapping of a noble. Yes, it's generally considered bad luck to make plan on empty stomach. Now, uh, brother, I know that you have uh, some allergies, don't you? Make sure that you don't uh, eat anything that you might disagree with. Or rather, that will disagree with me. Yeah, well, let's hope you don't disagree with it either. I don't want you punching the table again. Mm, It's fine. Last time I punched the table ended up being a pretty useful weapon anyway. (laughs) Ooh, all right. So what's up now? Let's, Let's finish getting our information, actually. Yes, um, so, anything you can tell us about this uh, party going on in a few days? All right, who knows about entertainers? Hmm. Uh, just to double-check, what is everybody's um, uh, cartel that they've run with in the past? Uh, I'm Red Lotus. Same. Vesper. Drave Diggers. Hmm, okay. Nobody took Mummers, so... Yeah, yeah I'm Circles. So I think probably Vespers would be the most, you know, since it's the Vesper party and all. Well, uh, there are specific uh, things that we'll say, like things you know about on the sheet, on your cartel sheet. Yeah. So uh, the Masquerade does have a secondary thing of nobles. So um, I just figured if we had an entertainer among us Mm. that I would I would offer it to someone else rather than just going back to to, uh, Tyler's character over and over. But um, <clears throat> masquerade balls are among the nobility are typically uh, typically follow a similar pattern. Uh, guests trickle into the party for the first hour. Hors d'oeuvres, wine, and liquors are served on trays carried by servants throughout the main ballroom. As the guests are technically in disguise, no herald announces their arrival. Mm. Roughly an hour into the ball, the musicians make a switch to more formal dancing music, signaling to the attendees that the dance floor is open. Music and dancing 
continue to for two to three hours. Wine and liquor service continues throughout this time. Uh, the musicians return to music less suited for dancing, singling the uh, nearing of the ball's end. Servants' trays now carry teas, coffees, and uh, alchemical digestives that quickly counteract the effects of alcohol. The alcohol served throughout the evening. This continues until all guests have departed, which usually takes no more than an hour. Masquerade balls are notorious for their sexual debauchery. Well, no, none of the nobles would be so crass as to do anything in public view. The omni- anonymity of the masquerade uh, seems to strip away the inhibitions and embolden nobles for the evening, encouraging them to seek out private locations for brief masked trysts. This particular masquerade ball is being hosted by the Dunhaven Bay Trading Company, who owns the greenhouse. In honor of the regent's birthday, it is a fairly naked attempt to curry favor with the crown. Uh, The regent is, uh, if you didn't know, the current acting head of the uh, crown of the royal family. Um, Because an age is not specified anywhere in any of the text, uh, she is turning 16 uh, at the party. Now, would this trading company be one that specializes in ships and sailing, perhaps? Uh, if I remember correctly, uh, it's basically the... East India, but, you know. East yeah. India sounds like ships. Yes. Uh, does anyone know about merchants? I believe yes. I do. All right. For the merchants in the group, uh, the guest list for the Masquerade Ball would be set by its host, the Dunhaven Bay Trading Company, uh, likely the officers of the company responsible for negotiating with the Crown. However, since the Regent will be attending the ball, the list would be vetted by agents of the Crown, and each attendee would be investigated and approved well in advance. No attendees would be added with uh, after that vetting. Which means... Uh, so sounds like if we want to get in via the ball, like as a, a, a guest, we need to have ourselves vetted. Or find a way past that vetting, or go as and go in as one of the staff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, brother, brother, you think too simple. What's there not to love about a night of wine and, well, other less conspicuously enjoyed desires? Mm-hmm. I will say uh... that entire that entire speech of him explaining the pattern of the. Uh... Thing. that's my my character recites that but like it's so like blase and matter of factly when it gets to the debauchery and then just goes on about like yeah and then the ball ends after all that stuff mm-hmm. i mean it's not usually my typical sort of affair but i'd be more than happy to make my way inside <laughs> would they happen to have um other entertainment at this party say a fight um as far as you know, there is no other entertainment other than the uh, the music, and uh, no one has anything uh, has the proper knowledge to to inquire further about that. Right, You're gonna have to do some legwork on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this seems like the sort of job we'll definitely have to do some homework for. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Um. So uh, the greenhouse itself is a uh, venue in. Uh, Ridgeberger in the Ridgeberger Barony, a merchant district in the northern reaches of the city. It is reputed for its scenic views of the city and the ocean. Each room in its interior is decorated with alchemically 
enhanced flora, instilling the sense of being in a vast indoor garden. Does anybody have commoners or the military? I I wouldn't say so. I have the right kind of people, so I think that's a little outside that wheelhouse. Yeah, no, it'll literally say commoners or the military. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, neither of those are on mine. The right kind of people is code word for fellow criminals. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no commoners here. Um, I know about Cartel and the people of Little Tanoa, but that's about it. All right. Okay. Um, does anyone know about the crown or the royal family? Nope. Not on my end. No, not at all. I think me and Ari right. are probably not going to be much help because we only know about uh, the docks, ships, sailing, black powder, and Tanoan history. Yeah. It might it might come up when we get further into the Dunhaven stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Trading company. Mm-hmm. But I know about the royal family. Oh, oh there do. we go. I'm a noble. This entire job is up my alley. <laughs> All right. So sounds like you'll definitely be one of the key players in this whole thing. Sorry. Do you know about noble families or do you know about the royal family? The royal family. Nobles. I know about nobles and the royal family. Additionally, I have a university level education and a comprehensive grasp of subjects taught to the scions of the noble elite. All right. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Eat the rich. <laughs> Brother, you're All not right. supposed to say that out in the open. Especially in a Vesper hideout. <laughs> Alright. Um, so, the uh, you will know that the Royal Guard will be providing security for the Masquerade Ball. Um, they are the most uh, trustworthy worthy, and dedicated members of the City Watch. Um, and I believe that is all you can know uh, by... Um, just from uh, basic, uh, uh, just from like what you've been told about the job thus far. Yeah. So I'm going to set 15 minutes on the clock, and we will begin the first planning scene. Okay, how does this work? Uh, so basically, because we don't know everything. We really shouldn't get too attached to planning, planning the job, like what we're going to do at the greenhouse. Yeah. Well, let's get the facts, then figure out the plan, not the other way around. Yeah, so the big thing right now is even if we can kind of aim like, oh, if we want to like maybe poison this guy to knock him out and take him out the back door or something, we can like start thinking about that. But um, the, the thing we want to do on is maybe like a couple of, maybe like if we want to do some basic stuff, we can do that. But b- the big thing right now is how are we going to get the rest of our information? Hmm. Well, each, each of us is going to get a turn. Yep. Okay. Uh, per day. So, um, I can create an identity um, with the proper appropriate wardrobe, accent, mannerism, and identification with a seal of the crown for a persona. Ooh. So I can. What I was thinking is like I know that we're not really planning, but like um, I could try to enter the event as a. Uh, a member of the ball, like pretend to be someone else who's already on the list, or or get myself invited, like pretend that like it's like a a, a noble from a far off land that wants to be invited or something like that. Maybe see if we can get like um. Do they require any documents? I if I they do, I can fake documents from the crown. Perfect. Yeah. So that'll be so. Yeah, we want to try and get on that list if we can. Look into where that list is. 
Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm thinking of trying to do is trying to find out where the list is. Um, I do have the ability on my sheet to case the joint, but I'm not sure if I would be a little conspicuous when investigating, you know, kind of a ritzier place like this, given what I look like in my background and stuff. Are you conspicuous in merchant districts on your appearance? Um, I'm just gonna take a look. Uh... Um, I'm conspicuous in Little Tyona and in the Merchant and Noble District, so yes. So you you can do it, and being a little suspicious is... Yeah. All right. Here's the thing. The way suspicion works is that we just get heat tokens, and that's mm. basically GM fate points that you can use to screw us over. And it's really fun. Oh, that that's interesting. Um... I think I'm going to play it low right now. I could also maybe talk to some criminals as well and see if they know anything about this place. Uh, I'm thinking, despite the fact that I don't really have an in with the performers, mm. I do I do have a mighty good liver, so I might try and drink one or two of them under the table to find out some information. You can find them, yeah. I can case the joint as well, so I can go check out the greenhouse if you think that'll be a good idea. Yeah. Alright. You probably belong there more than the others. Uh, um, I mean, I'm conspicuous in merchant and noble districts and also the slums, so I don't know about that. Yeah, that's a bad thing. So you shouldn't do it. Ah, oh, brother, brother. You're not allowed in the noble district. Not after what you did to Lord Hangerberry. He had it coming. He didn't have it coming. Alright. Also, his wife was very appreciative. <laughs> they always are with you, brother. Mm. Pulls out notebook, little pencil, just... Mm. Write some notes to close this notebook. <laughs> um, so, uh, John, it says that during a planning scene I can choose one judge-controlled character. Um, is this? This is not going to be the only planning scene. We get to choose if we have another planning scene. Yeah, basically yeah. at the start of each uh, day-night section, you will choose to either do legwork or have a planning scene. Okay, because um, I'm wondering, I can use this during any planning scene then, right? It doesn't. It's not like a one-time use thing. It says during a planning scene. Yep. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, can I? Um, I'd like to choose the character that invited us here and know about his or her greatest desire. Ooh. And if you can't tell me, I get to make it up. Ooh. Oh, my. Um, yeah, sure. Tell, tell me about, um, what was his name again? Uh, Maxim Valos's uh, greatest desire. What, what does he want? Um, I think he wants to help somebody. <laughs> Rather, he, he's not, he's not doing this to like, for like personal power or like out of revenge or something. I think that he's trying to help somebody um, do something that they, that either they, they don't want to do or they want to do. It's huh. a favor at best, altruistic at worst. Yeah. Is that sort of what you're looking for, John, or is that like, or am I? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's fine. Because I, I could I could just be like, he really wants Rice Krispies. He's doing <laughs> this all for Rice Krispies. <laughs> he fucking loves them. No, no, <laughs> that works. Not, uh, uh, that's fine. I will. Can, can, can we have both? Can he have an unhealthy rice crispy addiction as well as as yeah. as? Uh... What yeah, John yeah, is yeah. telling you is that Lord Nicholas is actually the heir to the rice crispy fortune. Yeah. Oh my! 
that's why we're kidnapping him. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no. He 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 has the secret uh, alchematic formula to create marshmallows in this time period. Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's not an alchemic milk. It's not a formula. It's literally just like a melting sugar, is it not? It's like um... no, that's a formula. First of all, in this world, that's technically a poison. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fair, fair. How many days do we have before the bowl? Uh, you have three days, which is uh, six segments. So the, the sixth segment is the party. Yes. So, so. five so where you get to do whatever you want, and one where you have to actually go to the party. Right. I think one subject we should decide on early on is if we want to try to convince that noble to come peacefully, or we're trying to trick him or force him. I'm thinking that if I can get inside and inside the party, I might be able to try and convince him to come to a place where the rest of us might be able to forcibly take him from someplace. Like, say, like, hey, so, so can we... you co- hey, can you come into the other room? I want to show you my Rice Krispie collection. And then so... I hit him over the head. Yeah. I, I mean, we're... it's a forceful approach, then. We're going to get him... We're all hopefully going to get into the party. Otherwise, it'll be very boring for, like, half of the, par- half of the players. <laughs> Yeah. As we get to that scene. So, um, but yeah, if we can find some way to convince him to come with us. Well, what I'm thinking is if you're going for the convincing approach, uh, it's going to make the plan B quite a bit more difficult if we fail on that, unless we really play our cards right. Well, there's nothing wrong with having a, a good convincing session followed by a good, oh, you don't agree with us? Bang! Well, that's the issue I'm yeah, seeing. It's, well, it's, it's convincing yeah. versus convincing it with bunny rabbit ears. Yeah. Well, I, I guess the other thing we person. might want to consider is I know it. I know it offends your sensibilities, brother. But sometimes you have to hide among the workers. It's the only way the ruling class will ever let us into one of those places. Well, maybe for you, brother, but. <laughs> Let's just say that I evolved from to a higher society. Mm. You might come from the same bloodline, but my cloth is cut a little cleaner than yours. Mm. Yeah, and your suit's better, too. <laughs> well, maybe if you hadn't had that growth, growth spree when you were in your teenage years, you might still be able to fit into it. It's not my fault the monks trained me harder. You know that the penguin is only gonna will only be able to afford one suit in our lifetime. There's no way we'll be able to afford a second. <sighs> you should have thought of that before you decided to grow an extra six inches. Yeah, and a couple extra pounds too. <laughs> but well, yeah, out of character, I, I think going to the the trading company and convincing them to let us on the uh, staff might not be the worst of ideas either. I feel like perhaps I would be better as staff member as opposed to guest. I feel like I could be seen as more manual labor as opposed to distinguished guest. I agree. Also, uh, given what we have said regarding their proclivities towards uh, naughty time activities at this party, I am concerned about bringing Popo to such a place. Is that uh, the name of your monkey? Ah, yes. I, my apologies for not introducing myself properly. I am Yaroslav Reznikov, and this, I gesture to the monkey, is my business partner and best friend, Popo. Hi. 
My name is uh, Jack, Jack Zillaberg, and uh, this is my monkey, John. Call me a monkey oh. again, and you'll have a few less teeth to work with. Ah, you wouldn't be able to catch me. Ha-ha! <laughs> oh, All brilliant! Right. Look, Popo, you can make a new friend! <laughs> oh, it's a good time for everybody. I despise everything about this. <laughs> Brother! But the thing is cute. Uh, yeah, Popo, um, he crawls down my arm and sort of hops on a nearby table and sort of comes over to investigate you. Well, you know All what right. you want to say. Who, 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 children or animals. Is it, is it investigating me or investigating Ari? Um, the big guy. Uh, it's investigating uh, John? Yeah. 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 John. We should all set our names as the, um, our nicknames as the character. Mmm, okay. Yeah. Just one minute. Done. That's how you do it, right? Ari, that's, that's how you spell it? Uh, Z-Y-L, but yes. Z-Y-L, okay. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, it's such an obvious mistake. Ah, very good. So, another out-of-character question. How are you go? How, what are you planning on doing to convince the people to get us on the list? Well, I was thinking about going over to them and uh, convincing them that I was some sort of long-lost noble. Probably come from some sort of a family that barely exists anymore. Flash a little bit of shine their way, make them see things my way, you know, and uh, get on that list there. I have a way of talking to people. So I'm going to use my prep work ability during a planning scene. I can help my crew prepare to take your next move. Choose one skill and one member of your crew. Describe how you help them prepare. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you a, a bonus to convince someone the skill. Oh, how how big is that bonus? It's it's two advantage dice, not a numerical bonus. Okay, I have an eighty percent chance to convince someone. So yes, this is really good. So do I. So we're in good company. <laughs> we gonna... Hi, I'm your mother. Oh my god, mom, you're back and you've grown a beard. Hi. Right. <laughs> yeah, like it, son. Kiss me. I'm sweet enough. But yeah, so I just kind of like sharpen up your suit and then also like sh- I sharpen it, then shabby it back up to make it look like, you know, I'm. I will, you know, give the long lost noble effect who maybe hasn't had a chance to really clean his stuff. Mm hmm. Up so that way you right. kind of look like the part you want to play. Absolutely, I like that. Yeah, I. I so basically, ne- like, yeah. Next, uh, next day or two, I'm gonna try to make my way down to see who who was it. Sorry, John, again that we we know who's um the one creating the uh, uh, the party list, the party invites. Uh, Dunhaven Bay Trading Company. Dunhaven Bay Trading Company. Yep. So then I would know about it because it's a shipping sailing company. And so I would probably be able to know exactly where I'd be able to sort of, like, come aboard and, like, yeah, uh, yeah. make myself known. Yeah. Yeah, right, you cool. would. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, as long as you don't try to have me pass off as your manservant for this time. Oh, brother, you know I said I'd never do that again without just cause. <laughs> your interpretation of just cause is very liberal. Ah, well... Shoot me and call me a conservative, then. <laughs> All right, well, gentlemen, 
If there's nothing else, I think me and my brother best be heading home. We have some little ones to be taken care of. But uh, I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Well, I suppose we shall see each other then. Get some sleep. Get ready for uh, whatever it is we will plan over the next few days. <laughs> yeah. All right, and that's, that's the end of the uh, that's the end of the planning session. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, we are moving into the first segment, um, which is uh, day one. All right. Who wants to do footwork? Um, so, what's footwork exactly? Uh, basically, uh, footwork scene is uh, you are going to go You're doing something. Yeah, go do something. Um, these are relatively quick, unless a significant uh, challenge comes up, so you don't even don't even need to necessarily roleplay anything. Uh, though I will say, if your plan is to go and get yourself added to the guest list, I will be, turn from a footwork scene to a drama scene. Uh, I believe the various scenes are explained in the uh, on the specialty sheets pages. Okay. Um, yeah, on the back side. Yeah. Okay, I see, I see. Planning legwork. Okay. So we're on the like, legwork part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, well, I, I won't go first. I've already taken up enough time for people, so I'll let somebody else. Maybe, Elia, have you gone? You haven't been really talking, so... Uh, do we know who has the guest list? No. But you you know that the guest list is... Exists. It, it exists, and it is probably somewhere in the Dunhaven Bay Trading Company, like, offices. Somebody in there knows. You just don't know who. Um, can, can I request someone else to do a thing for me in the crew? Yes, other people can join you in, in a lake work scene. Ooh! So, trading company. Yeah, I guess, I, actually, I, I know some you just jumped out, but uh, the two of you probably going to make the best people to find out where the guest list is kept. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I guess that's what I'm going to try and do, but I don't want to... You know, yeah, 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 you're going to try to get yourself on the guest list. I want to just get my hands on the guest list itself so we know um, other attendees which might be useful information. Okay. Yeah. So maybe like um, you want to like go like the three of us maybe unless our um, uh, John unless you have something that you want to be doing John. No that seems like a solid plan. Alright brother you come to join me again in our escapades. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside. Oh uh, God do you mind describing the weather to us? Uh, yeah, so, um, the, uh, the general weather, uh, is fairly pleasant for this time of year, uh, no rain in sight, uh, the temperature is cool, though, because of the breeze coming off the ocean, Mm -hmm. uh, it's a very, uh, nice day. Um, before I head out, I am going to use my bag of makeup and accessories to, um, uh create a disguise on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to um, make myself look as pristine, uh, but sl- as was previously mentioned um, uh, by, uh, Baron, by the Baron, I kind of want to look pristine, but a little shabby. Just like a little, little bit of just got off the boat after a couple of weeks of um, sea voyage and... Uh, I'm, I'm looking to, to, to make my way somewhere. Sure. That's, um... So, what do I need to roll for that? Or do I need to roll for that? I, I feel like that 
the um, it does say skill created disguise, so I'm guessing that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's you're creating a disguise. Okay. So um, am I rolling? Do you have the? Um, is that like the dice rolling app? Do you have that on here or? I do not usually. Um, I I'm comfortable with you guys just uh, rolling, rolling your own dice and I, I and right. using the honor system. I mean, if you need to cheat uh, in, in a game of make believe, uh, I mean. Whatever makes um, you feel good. Cheating is everything, Mama. So I do have the actual. I do have the actual advantage or disadvantage dice. If you want me to roll those two, it's two d ten for everything, right? My boy, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. All right, so it's a d ten in the d, uh, uh, like just two d tens with one being the tens and one being the. the, the... Yeah. Yeah, we're yep. going with percentile rules for this. Right. Yeah, and you're trying to roll under ten. your percentage. Where is a 10? Come on, give me an actual one, please. There are there any advantage, disadvantage on this roll? Um, uh, I'm going to say no, because okay. you... Alright, let's do this. Alright, uh, that was a spectacular fail. 95. Oh. oh. So, uh... Yeah. I think maybe it must have been like the, um, it, you know, it's the first, uh, first, like it's really hot outside, and like I'm looking to like sculpt my 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 hair all nice and stuff, and then like like halfway through I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't the hair gel, this is the like um, the grease paint. Oh shit! And I like look in the mirror, and like my hair has like like black like grease in it and stuff, and like it's like all like. Um, gnarled up and shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck! Brother, you look like a clown. Ah, better looking on the outside than the inside, eh? Ha <laughs> ha! But really, though, I do feel like one on the inside and out. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna have to get myself a wig or something. Yeah, I mean, we should make it multicolored. You can <laughs> go as one of the performers. Oh, buddy, no one's as funny as you today. Mm. I don't know what I'm gonna do, though. There's no way I'm going to pass for a noble looking like this. Not unless, uh... Not unless I was going to have to do something about it. Ah. Uh, what can I do? I have an idea, brother. Ah, uh, that's a first. <laughs> Could What's you that? make me look like I'm a military man? And you can brother? go as my attache. Brother? If that if that wasn't the darndest idea, I wouldn't uh, I would kiss you right now. But well, I don't really feel like doing that, so I'm just gonna try and do it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, um, sixty-three, barely under. He he is disguised barely. All right, I don't think this stenciled uh, metal is going to work. Um, well, I mean, we can find something, can't we? Do something. What do you think? What, what are you thinking? I'm just hoping that they look at the scars instead of the medals. <laughs> ah, not too close, you know. I think I did a rather good job. Don't you agree, Mr. Captain of the 60,000th Armored Division? Ooh, maybe you went a little high on that one. Uh, I weep for my non-existent soldiers. <laughs> um, 
I'm not going to be able to disguise myself as a noble without, like, I assume that, like, <laughs> the planet broke before the god did. Um, uh, I'm not going to be able to disguise myself, I assume, uh, god, before I change something. I assume, like, my hair is all fucked up. Yeah, yeah. For for the for the purposes of this legwork scene, mm-hmm. uh, you are yeah, your your disguise is, is currently terrible. Yeah. So to be fair, um, you still get the plus two. Uh, uh, the, I think uh, I might. Yeah, I might be able to. Okay. All right, John. I, I think I have an idea. What's mm-hmm. that? What if you were to have, uh, um, you and I were to have come off of a boat, and you were to have found me somewhere. And then we can convince them to clean me up. Say that I'm some sort of a long-lost noble that got jumped. Maybe they'll believe that with the absolutely horrific case of my bodily appearance. They might be able to be convinced of something of the matter. And then we could use the um, their sympathies to get ourselves on the guest list. What do you say? <laughs> so your first priority is a noble that got jumped and lost in uh, unfamiliar <laughs> city to get into a party. <laughs> Isn't that what every noble's first priority is, baby? You gotta make yourself known. <laughs> I I don't know how effective that will be, but the nobility are rather odd. I think we got I think we got a stew cooking. Speaking of which, we better get a stew cooking for tonight. Little ones are gonna need something to eat. We're not gonna be here. True. I'll make them their favorite. I'll keep them, you know, dealt with. So, uh, I'm gonna hand off the scene to whoever wants it here, and I guess we'll, we'll, or unless you want to go straight into trying to convince whoever we, um, we're trying to get into the party, because I don't know if we know where it is yet, right? Yeah, no, 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 you do. You definitely know where, you can go to the, to the offices of the, um, of the Dunhaven Bay Trading Company, and uh, yeah, because at this point you guys actually have um, so the uh, you need to so for like work scenes um, you describe a thing you want to get out of the scene, which in this case yeah. was the invite. Yeah. Um, you know the place you're going to go to get it, which is the the train company, and your plan is noble who got jumped and had grease thrown in his hair. Yeah. And then a, the, the kind-hearted soldier that's helping him out and making sure he gets to the party on time. Yep, absolutely. So um, you go to the, you can go to the company and roll me a convince someone. All right. Uh, yeah, big fortune is going to join them on this endeavor, but she's going to stay outside and case the joint for the trade house. All right. Uh, that's a success with uh, three degrees. Okay, and uh, I believe you also get to roll the the two advantage dice on that. Alright, so what does that mean? Sorry, I'm, I'm really bad at this. Um, okay, so advantage dice are basically d8s that on uh, that uh, have fi- a 50% chance of showing a an advantage symbol. Basically, if you roll those and you succeed, the um, uh, uh, the you get in, like additional information or additional like boons. So I'm rolling two d8s, and I, su- I assume that advantages are from four pluses. Uh, yeah, or we could just do evens. Okay, evens, evens are advantage. Are, all right, evens are advantage then. All right, that's double advantage. Six and okay. eight. Okay. 
Alright, so... So I assume that, like, I bluster in there, and I'm just like, Don't you know who I am, you fool! Come and help me out! God, some one of those poor motherfuckers threw some shit in my hair and got it all around. I need you to help me out here. Alright. Drop whatever the hell you're doing, boy. Don't you know who I am? I'm Baron von Rustelberger. The third. Uh, alright, well, sir, uh, unfortunately, the, the invite... Uh, have been uh, sent out, but um, what do you mean it... they've been sent out? I never got anything. You telling me that Baron von Rustelberger the Third didn't get an invite to the greatest party in town? Don't you know what my family does? We've supplied this town with uh, Rice Krispies for the past three generations. <laughs> the Rice Krispie Empire that has flown through the streets of this city as belongs to me and me Lord. alone. We're, ser- we're seriously jumping on this whole Rice Krispie thing, huh? Apparently. Uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, okay. So, the, um... Uh... So, the, um... Uh... The, the, the uh, clerk at the, uh... That you're talking to, uh... Gives, like, a shifty eye, looks around, and says, Well, I mean... There were a couple of other names already added, the uh, the Vanderscar sisters, uh, but you know, they had to uh, pay a late fee, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, late fee. Uh, well, maybe then, uh, and I sort of like, I, the, the, the large soldier that is with me, I assume like he's like, he took me in here and I'm Crack. like... Knuckles. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh well, a late fee. I'm sure that you just overlook it this once, right? After all, I've been accosted this morning, and I really could should, use with some luck. Should I roll an intimidate check here? Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a. All right, a, I'm a, at eighty percent to do an intimidate. Rolling two d ten. Yep. Uh, yeah, I rolled a twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, the. The, the clerk uh, shrinks back and says, ah, I'm sure that your invitation was just lost in the mail. Uh, <laughs> and uh, quickly goes over to uh, some sort of list and and, see, and writes down... What was the ridiculous name you gave? Sorry. Baron von Rustelberger the third. <clears throat> yeah, and Baron don't forget von... his wonderful assistant here. Yes, and don't forget my wonderful assistant, Tom. Yeah, it's your mastermind. <laughs> He's the third Tom. Don't you know who he is? The man's of genius, the soldier of the ages. His his sixty thousandth armored company once held the pass for three months by themselves without a restock. Give the man some respect. And I sort of like like like, come on, man. Hey, I got seriously. You don't know who Tom is. He saved the city. Yeah, yeah. The 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 clerk will add both of your names uh, to the list because, uh, yeah. All right, Excellent. Tom. Good job. <laughs> you you're making your way up in the world. Yeah, maybe Stick. maybe I'll actually get some decent rations now. Stick with me, young fella, and I'll take you on the upward trajectory straight into the stars. All right. Ah, <laughs> uh, brilliant. <laughs> and they said intimidate checks weren't worth anything. <laughs> You've been visited by Fat Joe and the Suggins gang. <laughs> and then we just shoot Suggins <laughs> into the side of the building. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.